feel like you could be experiencing a quarter life crisis or quarter life confusion as I like to call it, then Love My Quarter Life might just be the podcast you've been waiting for. The weekly episodes offer you digestible, actionable and relatable guidance to help you navigate the oh so common challenges that our quarter lives throw at us. So if you're in your 20s or 30s and feeling stuck, confused, lost and unfulfilled, then welcome to the club. You're not alone, you're in the right place and I think you're gonna like it here. Enjoy the episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to Love My Quarter Life, the podcast here to help you overcome the overwhelm of quarter life confusion. My name is Beth Schofield and I'm your host and quarter life mentor. And on this episode, I'm sharing with you some practical insight and ideas into how to get more comfortable with spending time alone. So in the previous episode, I talked about all of the wonderful benefits that spending time in our own company can bring and why it's so important to factor alone time into our busy quarter lives. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, please go back to it now and then come back to this one, which follows on from the same topic. So last week was all about the why we should be spending more time alone. And this week is all about the how to spend time alone. Because despite doing things by ourselves, being really good for us, really good for our self-awareness and our confidence and our independence, so many women in their quarter lives, especially, hate doing things by themselves or they find it really uncomfortable. And I get it, okay? You'd struggle to find anyone who could say that they'd never felt awkward or nervous turning up to an event by themselves or going to some kind of social activity alone. But there's always gonna be times in our life where we need to do things by ourselves. So instead of avoiding those situations, I say we embrace them. Because if we don't, we are gonna be the only ones who miss out. Nobody else, just us. And the sooner we can get used to and get comfortable with and confident being in our own company, then the easier it will be to do things by ourselves and the easier our lives will become. So here is how this episode is going to go. First of all, I'm going to share some of the most common reasons why women avoid spending time alone or why they don't enjoy it. And I'd love for you to see of those reasons, which ones you identify with the most. Then I'm going to share some tips on how you can get more comfortable with spending time alone. And at the very end, I'm going to share a few ideas and suggestions of activities that you can do on your own and start to incorporate into your life so that doing things by yourself becomes part of your daily routine or your weekly routine at least. So that's the plan. And my goal with this episode is to have you feeling a bit more motivated and inspired to go and do something by yourself that prior to this episode, you would have felt too nervous about. Okay, so first we're gonna talk about why people don't like spending time alone. Is this you? What are your thoughts and feelings about spending time alone? Take a second to think about it. And if you are someone who would always prefer to be in the company of others rather than the company of yourself, why is that? As I've been researching this topic, there are a number of common reasons as to why people find it uncomfortable or why people really avoid spending time alone. And I'm gonna share these with you now. And as I go through them, I want you to think about the ones which resonate with you the most. So we've got fear of missing out, social pressure, boredom, fear of judgment, negative self-talk and overthinking, attachment issues, or low confidence and self-esteem. 
So which ones of those speak to you and your experience the most? It might be one or two, it might be all of them. They're all completely valid and justified reasons for avoiding being in your own company. But what I wanna do now is address some of these reasons and offer some ideas and support on how you can overcome them so that the thought of spending time alone or the actual practice of it itself feels a lot more comfortable and a lot more enjoyable for you. So the tips that I'm gonna give can be split into two categories, mindset tips and practical tips. The mindset tips are here to help you develop a more positive mindset or attitude towards the practice of spending time alone, while the practical tips are actionable steps that you can literally follow to help you overcome the fear of doing things by yourself. So mindset tips first, and number one is that you need to know and accept that as humans, we are biologically wired to feel discomfort when we're in social settings by ourselves. As social creatures, humans have evolved to thrive in groups and communities. And so our brains are wired to seek out social connections and interactions because these are essential for our survival and our well-being. So when we're in social settings on our own, our brains can interpret this as a potential threat to our safety or our social status. And this triggers feelings of discomfort, anxiety, and self-consciousness. So it's so helpful to know that this awkwardness that you feel when you're doing things by yourself is completely normal. And it's a natural response, which is rooted in our biology and our social evolution. And when we know and understand this, we can deal with that discomfort a lot better because when we feel it, we can acknowledge it and we can thank our overprotective big brother brain for looking out for us and we can change our mindset around it knowing that it's okay. And what is really great about this is that the more we put ourselves in these social situations by ourselves, the more we are showing to our brains that actually this is fine, this is safe, I'm okay. And the more we expose ourselves to the situation, the more comfortable it is gonna become over time. Another mindset tip is to do with overcoming the fear of being judged. So from the reasons I mentioned earlier about people avoiding spending time on their own, fear of being judged was definitely one of the most common. So if this is you, and if you are worried that people will judge you for spending time alone, or when you do things by yourself, you feel awkward and self-conscious because you think that people are looking at you, please just know that they aren't. They're probably not taking any notice of you in the slightest. And if they are, then it's much more likely that they'll be thinking positive things like, wow, she's so cool and confident and independent, rather than, oh, look at that poor sad loser sitting on her own over there. Like people just don't do that. And even if they did, so bloody what? Let them think that. You know it's not true. And you can choose to not let other people's opinions of you bother you. You have full control over that. Another mindset tip is to remind yourself of the benefits that spending time alone brings. So this is something that I urge you to do on a regular basis, but specifically you need to do this whenever you start to feel any doubt or nervousness about doing something by yourself. And this could be when you're thinking about planning something or when you're actually in the middle of doing it and you start to feel that self-consciousness and awkwardness being conjured from your brain. You can literally sit and recount all of the amazing benefits that spending time alone brings. And this should really help you to get past that blockage of worry and discomfort that might show up for you. All of those specific benefits I shared in detail in the previous episode. So definitely be sure to go back and familiarize yourself with those, but I will just share them 
very briefly here. So the benefits are that spending time alone really helps you to get to know yourself and develop your self-awareness. It allows you time to think and be creative. It gives you time to relax and recharge. It helps to build your confidence, competence, and independence. It puts you out of your comfort zone. It encourages you to meet new people and it helps to strengthen current and future relationships. So when you are wary about doing something by yourself, when it's making you feel really nervous and uncomfortable, please remind yourself of these. Remind yourself that the discomfort is normal and that being in the discomfort zone is the only way that growth can happen. And the final mindset tip is to remind yourself of your personal values and your current priorities and goals. So this one is most relevant if you tend to choose social activities with others over solo activities by yourself because you succumb to social pressure and you struggle to say no to invites or because you've got FOMO and so you just can't bear to miss out on anything. If you can relate to either of those and you often just go out for the sake of it or you say yes to every social occasion, even if you're not that bothered about going, then this is gonna be really helpful to you. So what you can do is remind yourself of what's really important to you and what your priorities and goals are at the moment. So if you've had an exhausting week at work and you desperately need a restful weekend, then going to the 10 a.m. brunch on Saturday morning because you feel like you can't say no isn't the best option, okay? In that moment, you can remind yourself of your priorities and your needs and choose to spend a relaxing morning by yourself. And when you're at home and you know your friends are out catching up and having a lovely time and it feels uncomfortable and you start to feel bored, here you can remind yourself of why you needed to decline that invite and you can feel really good about it. You can feel empowered and proud of yourself for putting you and your priorities first. Okay, so those are my mindset tips to help you overcome some of the challenges we experience when doing things by ourselves. And now it's time to get practical and actionable. So these next few ideas are things that you can actually do, not just think about, not just reflect on, actually do in order to become more comfortable with spending time alone. So the first one is to start small. Now, when it comes to getting used to and getting comfortable with doing things by yourself, the most helpful thing to do is to start small. And what I mean by this is to start with something that you feel comfortable with that perhaps doesn't involve a lot of time spent by yourself or a lot of energy. A good example to start off doing things by yourself if you've never really spent time on your own before would be just going for a walk by yourself or going for a coffee by yourself. And by starting small, we allow ourselves time to get used to doing things by ourselves and we grow our confidence in it. And once we feel comfortable in doing this small thing, then we can look at doing something else or something that takes a bit longer or involves a little bit more energy. Perhaps instead of just going out for a coffee, we have brunch by ourselves or we spend a couple of hours in a cafe working on our own. And then after we've done that regularly for a while, we can look at doing something else a bit bigger, like taking some kind of class or going to the cinema by ourselves. So the point is that doing things by yourself is something that you do at your own pace. But as soon as you feel quite comfortable and confident with one thing, then you need to challenge yourself and find something else because it's only in that space of challenge that your confidence is going to develop. And if you do this regularly, you'll be booking a 14-day solo trip by yourself before you know it. Okay, the second practical tip is to ensure that the things you do by yourself are things that you actually enjoy. 
Of course, you are not going to enjoy being in your own company if all you do when you're in your own company is work or cleaning or cooking or anything else that feels like a chore or an effort and just doesn't make you feel good. You need to associate spending time alone with lovely experiences so that you want to spend more time by yourself. And if you need some inspiration, I'm going to give you a list of lovely things that you can do alone towards the end of this episode. So stick with me. All right, the next practical tip is to schedule your alone time. So you are a lot more likely to engage in spending time alone if you plan it and get it on your calendar. When you put things on your calendar, it makes it real. You can see it and you can plan things around it. You're not constantly putting it off or forgetting about it. It is actually happening. So if you plan to spend Saturday afternoon shopping on your own, get it on your calendar. If you finally sign up for that class you've been wanting to go to for ages, get it on your calendar. If you want to spend one afternoon per week in a cafe doing some work by yourself, get it on your calendar and start prioritizing your alone time and getting used to it being a part of your weekly routine. The next practical tip is to give yourself something to do. So depending on what you are doing on your own, you can bring something with you that is going to help you feel a bit more comfortable. Now, this needs to be done with caution because I don't think that all alone time should be spent with you being occupied with something else. I think that a lot of alone time should be spent thinking and reflecting and being present. People watching is a great one for this. But what I recommend is that you do whatever you plan to do on your own without having anything to distract you, okay? Without playing on your phone or getting out your laptop or notebook. And then if and when you start to feel awkward or bored or self-conscious, then give yourself something to do to make you feel more comfortable. But it's really important to just see how long you can be present first without hiding behind the laptop or the phone or the Kindle. Okay, so we've covered some of the common reasons why people don't like to spend time alone and some ideas around how to get more comfortable with it. And before we wrap up, there's one last thing to talk about, and that's the different ways in which you can spend time by yourself. So as I mentioned earlier, I think one of the most important factors in doing things by yourself is that you need to enjoy the things that you're doing. As long as you enjoy it, it's completely up to you what you do. But here are some suggestions in case you get stuck. So you could go to a cafe, go to the cinema, take yourself out for a nice lunch or dinner or brunch, have a shopping day, have a beach day, go to some professional events or trainings, commit to learning a new skill and taking up a new class, trying a new class at the gym, getting out into the countryside, going to a museum or an art gallery, going to a gig or a comedy show or the theatre, visiting a market, taking trips and having holidays and traveling. So there's a huge list there and I really hope that there's something on this list that interests you. But if not, then you can literally choose whatever you want to do based on your own personal interests. The best thing about doing things solo is that this is your experience and no one else's. You get to call the shots and make all of the decisions So do whatever the heck you want. All right, that's it from me. This one was a quick one. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and you're now feeling inspired to go and hang out by yourself. There really isn't anything cooler. Please get in touch and let me know how your solo experiences are going. You can DM me on Instagram at lovemyquarterlife and I would absolutely love to hear from you. And a quick final mention about my free workshop, Confidence and Clarity, two frameworks to get you unstuck. 
I offer you two step-by-step guides to help you build confidence and clarity in situations where you need it most. And if you are someone who does need a bit of a confidence boost when it comes to doing things by yourself, then the confidence framework in the workshop is going to be really helpful. And you can access the recording for free via the link in the show notes. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you next week. Bye. 